Hey, good morning, my friends. Skip here. For our next episode, I uh, want to welcome uh, some new listeners. Um, although I don't know who listens, I see that our numbers are growing ever so slightly. Uh, so welcome uh, to the podcast. Uh, welcome to uh, the journey uh, that this podcast hopefully can be a part of. Uh, I am uh, so glad that you're listening, so glad to be able to do it, so glad for the, so grateful for the technology that makes it easy to do something like this. Uh, and, you know, on a, on a deeper note, I'm very grateful uh, for the things that have brought me to the place where I finally understood uh, that uh, the reality, the reason my life never worked was because I kept trying to fix it by using uh, false tools, false reality. I kept trying to to fix myself, and I come to understand that the myself that was trying to fix itself <laughs> uh, was indeed just a product of a lot of false teaching a lot of false understanding of reality. And so I want to begin this podcast with a, with a kind of a philosophical question. Uh, if I was to talk to you personally, hypothetically, and ask you, or anyone for that matter, was talking to you, and asked you what your, what your reality is, What would your answer be? Or if someone had a more uh, broad question about reality, what is all of our reality? What would your answer be? Well, your answer will always, to that question, your answer to that question will always depend on uh, whether you're awake and aware or waking up and growing more aware or you're asleep and still part of the false reality. And folks, all of us vacillate between those two things. Uh, most of us who are on the spiritual journey, including me, are very much in the process of waking up. Uh, people, most people are, the vast majority of people, let me say it that way, are still very much uh, asleep spiritually, still very much ensconced uh, intertwined in the false reality that we humans have created over millennia of trying to understand reality. And so, depending on your perception, depending on where you're at, you'll answer that question in different ways. So let's say you walk up to an average person who has no spiritual inclination. Uh, they're just living their life. They're raising their kids. They're going to work. 
They might belong to a religion uh, or some social clubs. And those folks will answer the question, well, their reality is, you know, I raise my kids, I go to work, I belong to this church or that club, and that is my reality. Whereas, if someone is on a deep and loving spiritual path, they will have a more substantial answer. They might say something like, well, my reality is what I choose for it to be in this moment. Now, those are two very different answers, folks. Two completely different realities are being named in there. And so I want to talk about those two realities. I'm always cautious to oversimplify, but, you know, I think it does some good to just simplify things. So I want to I take this time and, and talk about those two answers. Because most of the time, if, if, if I ask people what reality is, they roll their eyes and walk away. But if you get into a conversation, and, and you don't necessarily overtly ask the question, but you're looking for a sense of where someone's at, you will find that 98% of the time, maybe more, uh, reality for people is, you know, their kids, their grandkids, their church, their social club, their bridge club, their, uh, you know, their their spouse, their their job, maybe, depending on what they do. But you will run across on occasion those people who will say, "Well, reality is 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 what I make it to be," uh, and if that response is, is tempered in love and compassion, then, then that person is really on to something. But what we're taught, what we're taught from a very early age is that reality is the external things. Think about everything you're taught that reality is from a very early age. You know, uh, the reality is we need to get good grades. We need to be good little boys and girls. We need to follow a set of, of, of rules or uh, understand certain moralities that, um, that the world hands us. And it's not that these people who are teaching this are like evil and trying to manipulate us. They're simply teaching what they've learned. And that is, you know, there are certain ways of comprehension certain ways of behavior, certain ways uh, that society has considered uh, normal and true, and you must follow those in order to become, you know, a success or to have the money you want or to have the job you want or the spouse you want. And those rules are fairly narrow, right? You get good grades, uh, you're a good person, you get bad grades, you're not. Uh, you know, you uh, live life mistake-free. You're a good person. If you make mistakes, you're not. Uh, titles, if you have degrees and, and doctorates that 
you're somehow more important than those who don't. Uh, hierarchy that, you know, to be up the corporate ladder or at the top of the religious hierarchy is what is valuable and being the low end of things is not. And those teachings are false, folks, uh, because they're all external to us. They're all perpetuated by a society that doesn't know who it is. And so when we answer uh, the question about our reality in ways that identify with things that are external to us, right? Uh, if, if your reality is based in getting good grades or having a good job or having a certain title or getting a certain degree or physically looking a certain way, then what that does is it develops a false ego. And I would tell you uh, that a false self, if you will. <clears throat> and this is what our reality perpetuates. Uh, the reality that we've created collectively, the false reality perpetuates false self, perpetuates egoic uh, motivations that we want external validation we want external wealth. We want external meaning because we're never taught to go within and find that deeper meaning. We're never really taught in any substantial way. Even, even if you uh, go to a, you know went to a religious school, you're still not taught that the answers to your reality are found within the answers to reality itself to a reality of, of some joy, some satisfaction, some serenity, some happiness are found within you. That is just not there, folks. It's just not. And even if, even if there's teachers and, uh, and I, most of the teachers I mean are well-intended folk, wonderful people, but they're very much a product of this sort of external teaching that that what really matters is your behavior. And although behavior matters, what we need to teach is what's the motivation behind your behavior. It is that internal uh, teaching that we lack. And there are great moral teachers out there, you know, uh, there are great programs like Character Counts, which is a school program that tries to promote good behavior in children and it tries to teach them good character. But it doesn't teach them that they create, <laughs> uh, that, they, that the answers they seek is internal to, to them. What if we could teach a first grader uh, somehow to understand that their motivation needs to be compassion and love for the other person? What would happen to bullying? And I'm not just saying teaching them to behave well. 
we, we try to do that. Sometimes we succeed, sometimes we don't. But behavior is just a symptom of an inner motivation, of an inner agenda. And, and we have to understand that. We have to, we have to understand that all of us have these, these motivations. And if our motivations and agenda are to seek external approval, then what we build is a false self. Uh, you know, things like character counts, that has to go deeper. Things like uh, teaching our children how to be good and decent people has to go deeper than just their immediate behavior. It has to, uh, we have to figure out a way to teach people to go deep within themselves at a very early age and understand that, that the answers they seek ultimately will be within themselves. So my hope is that Someday when people ask, what is reality? We can all say, well, reality is the love I produce in my life, the love that I know is within me, the compassion I know is within me, the hope that I know is within me, the genera gener generosity that I know is within me. That would be my hope. It wouldn't be, you know, when you ask someone what their reality is, Oh, my reality is standing against this, or uh, my reality is being the the boss of that place, or the minister of this religion, or that, or the parent of these kids. Those might be the external things that you do to live life, but your reality is not. It cannot be based in things external to us. It must be necessarily found within us. And that's the work that I'm trying to do through finding meaning. Uh, that's the work that I think needs to be done. That's what I think healthy spirituality is. So today, folks, I'll, I'll leave you with this. Today, when, when you're going through your day, stop and say, stop and ask yourself, what is my reality? What, what do I consider to be my reality? And maybe you have a job you love, and that's great. Maybe you don't. Uh, maybe you have a, a large family. Maybe you don't. Uh, you know, maybe you have everything you've ever wanted. Maybe you don't. But we can't find the wholeness we seek external to us, folks. That thing that you nags at you, that little piece of you that may not be happy, or that big piece of you that may not be happy, cannot find happiness in other people, in a perfect job, in perfect kids, in a perfect family. It cannot find it external to you. You cannot move to the next place and have the grass be greener. <laughs> you have to find that peace within you, and it is there. It is covered up by years of misunderstanding, of, of identifying with things external to ourself, of a whole reality that is false, teaching us false things. But once you recognize that, that will open the floodgates to a whole new you.
And that's what I hope for you. Well, that's what I have, my friends. Uh, We will talk to you tomorrow morning. Take care. Peace.